Welcome to The Kindness Project, the podcast designed to share stories of kindness and share how kindness can make positive change in our world, one small act at a time. This week on The Kindness Project, we talk about summer holidays, exotic meats, and the second part of the interview with Bernadette Russell. Welcome to this week's edition of The Kindness Project. Uh, Charlotte, I'm going to give you the opportunity to go first so I can get my little document with all my introductions up. Okay. Do you reckon, what, what do you mean my record of a laugh a minute? It's just less funny now, mate. I, you know what, I am, a, I am losing my touch a bit. I am losing my touch a bit. We've been doing this for weeks now, so I can't keep consistent. Well, even outside of this, you're losing your touch, mate. Am I? Yeah. Why, why, why'd you say that? Because I'm coming up with less and less intros. Usually you give me much, you give me I give it, intros. all right, so my job is to produce your introductions, is it? No, I'll try to be more consistently funny in the future, Charlotte, just for your entertainment and amusement. It's very funny. Maybe, maybe we should talk about the fact that you're, you've lost, like you're not being as creative with the stuff I say. Because we were out on Sunday, we went for like a long walk. There's half that stuff I can't say on the podcast. <laughs> Most of it we can't publish on the podcast. Um, and I'm joined by a girl who thought she could drink a Molotov cocktail in Charlotte Days. See... That, that I've got I've got the opposite problem. You keep on coming out with funny stuff. I've got too many introductions now. So maybe I should just maybe you should mention some of your own maybe funny I stuff. Maybe, maybe. I need to tone up. I definitely I definitely need to tone up, especially looking down at my belly at the minute. Um, uh, so how's your week been? Not bad. What have you been up to? It is very, very it's still very, very, very hot. Um, now, so yeah, so school holidays have started, which is good, good stuff, isn't good it? Stuff, good stuff. Good stuff. And what, what plans you got for the summer? Living my life like <laughs> usual. Living my life the way I want to. Um, Reading. I'm going to go out with my friends. We're going to go clubbing. We're doing a bit of podcasting. That's yeah, all good. Yeah. Um, so you're going to what are you going to do when you go out with your friends? Ice skating. Ice skating. Don't worry about it. Get back up. You will get back up again. Um, uh, so, would you like to do the jingle, as per usual, for the... Now, Russell still hasn't got his act together and sorted us out a proper jingle yet, has he? But I'm sure he will in time. Yeah, it should be when Matt produces it. We <laughs> it's like a factory of podcasts. Mass produced podcast. Would you like to know what the question of the podcast is? Yes, please. Tis, what is the most unusual food slash or drink, not slash or, food or drink you've ever had? What do you reckon the answer for you would be? Cactus Have you had cactus water? Cactus water. What was it like? It was worse, it was sweet. Have I had cactus water? I think I think I might have had cactus water as well. It was unexpected. I just expected it to be bland. You know when people say, "Yeah, people drink cactus water when they're stuck in the desert," and I was like, yeah. "Well, I'm never going to be stuck in the desert, so I'm never going to try cactus water." You've got the opportunity to do it. Nice. Uh, how about um, would you try exotic meats? Would you try yeah. kangaroo? Yeah. Would you try llama? Yeah. Would you try 
I'm not telling Sophie because I'm taking her to a llama park this Friday. So telling her that we would try a llama, we both agreed we'd try a llama on the. <laughs> I'm just going to the llama park, licking my lips. Mmm, tasty. Can, yeah, I'll have, I'll have half of that one, please, mate. They are not for sale. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll just I'll just have a steak out of that one. They are not for sale, sir. We look after them. Yeah, I thought that would be bad, wouldn't it? Like it's, it's like going going to London Zoo and getting a gorilla burger. It's just like sort of it, 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 it's something you don't want. But listeners, we'd like to know what your um, most unusual food or drink you've ever tried is. What do you reckon we're going to get? What's, what do you reckon the most unusual answer would be? Crocodile. No, crocodile is quite common. And kangaroo. No, a dog, a, yeah, a, you know what? I'd draw the line at dolphin. Yeah. I would absolutely. I'd never. Yeah, yeah. But there's an intelligence thing there, isn't there? Where you'd you'd have to say you've got to respect as a as a. I'd eat a lion. Would you eat, Would you eat a lion? A lion would eat you. <laughs> Well, I, I think I think if the feeling's mutual, if an animal's prepared to eat you, it's actually fair game. Um, do you know what I mean? So lions, tigers, bears, lions, tigers, bears. Um, but yeah, I, I actually think animals that would eat you should be like you know they're they're. So fun. we can't eat sharks then. Mm. Sharks don't like to piss with human beings. Whenever they eat humans, it's accidental. Is it? Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, Mr. Human. I just bit your leg off. Yeah, <laughs> um, nice don't, don't stop him, does it? Um, but yeah, actually, shark attacks are really rare. It's like, it's less rare to be killed by a shark than it is to be killed by a homin dog. A homin dog? A <laughs> What's a homin dog? Is that some special <laughs> sort of... Common. A homin dog? Is that like a Swedish dog? Homin dog. Uh, it sounds like a really cool hot dog. Where are you going? Oh, I'm going to this new uh, pop-up restaurant in Shoreditch. What do they sell? Homin dog. Um, <laughs> so, we'd like to know whether you've ever had a homin dog, uh, whatever that means, and um, uh, what the most unusual food or drink uh, you've ever tried. You know what? I'd be interested whether somebody's had a... I'm a celebrity, get me out of here style conco concoction. I wonder, wonder if anybody's ever done that like as a dare for charity, for fun. Don't know. What do you reckon? I don't imagine someone just randomly going, I'm going to eat kangaroo bits for charity. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what I'm going to do for charity? I'm, I'm, <laughs> 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 I'm going to have some I need to get some research, needs a bit of money. Kangaroo bit straight away, straight there. Before this descends into more of a shambolic, nonsensical waffle than um, <laughs> kangaroo bit <laughs> for charity, <laughs> uh, 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 would you like to tell people about how they ends up with oh, us? I apologise for this unstoppable <laughs> laugh. <laughs> Kangaroo bits for charity. <laughs> <laughs> we need to find out who's got the Twitter handle at Kangaroo Bits for Charity. Has anybody got that actual Twitter handle? <laughs> 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 Hello, 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 Hello,
Rhodes, uh, if you'd like to tell us about you eating kangaroo bits for charity, email us at holla at thekindnessproject.co.uk. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, let's calm down and let's have a bit of kindness news. I think so. Let's have a bit of kindness news. So we're back for another kindness news. What have we got this week? Well, this week... We've got kindness news. Charlotte works out what kindness news is edition. No, oh. it's me trying to pick which one I want to do for this what? one. Go on. I'm all right. Oh, go on then, tell me what choices have you got? Photo shoot edition. Kindness news photo shoot yes, edition. We'll go with this one. Act of kindness saves special photo shoot. Okay. A small act of kindness at a fountain Starbucks saved a Falcon High School student a chance to take her senior pictures on Sunday. Senior photos are special for every teenager, but especially for Sydney jo- Johannesson. Sorry, I misread that. This is H. Mm-hmm. Her mum never thought she would have this experience, said Jessica Villia. Villia. A family friend and a photographer who took Sydney's photos. Sydney has cele- the cerebral palsy. Cerebral yeah. palsy. And she can't talk. She can't sit up alone. And she's having, about to have a major surgery. Rescheduling was not an option, continued Jessica. Unfortunately, torrential rain washed out the light of the photo shoot. It was pour- pouring, said Lauren Johansson. So they meant to have the photo shoot. It was pouring down the rain. Couldn't happen. Couldn't happen. And then what happened? Thinking quickly, the group turned to nearby Starbucks with a question. You guys t- can tell me to take a hike. Can we please come in and take some pictures? The answer was yes, and employees immediately helped. One employee dashed out into the rain with an umbrella. I was there to help. I wasn't there to take care of myself, commented Chris Lopez, a Starbucks Oh, well done, Chris Lopez. We like you, Chris Lopez. <laughs> also, Chris Lopez, you've got an awesome first name. And surname. <laughs> Lopez. <laughs> All because it was the right thing to do. If he's got a daughter called Charlotte Lopez, they might be our doppelgangers. Mexican doppelgangers. <laughs> we are Mexican doppelgangers. I just wanted them to be confident going anywhere, knowing there are people who will help. Once everyone was inside to dry off, employees and customers pitched in, making signs and making sure this photo shoot was one to remember. I was blown away, astounded, amazed, and it's incredible, it's incredible, said Mrs. Johannesson. Oh, awesome. So they made sure that despite the rain, the photo shoot happened, and it's just a real example of people getting together, helping each other out, and um, like all of our stories of kindness, you can find them on the www.thekindnessproject.co.uk, where we share loads of different stories of kindness, um, including this one about good old Chrissy Lopez and his, his Starbucks friend. So thank you for sharing that, Charlotte. No problem. So this week we've got part two of our Bernadette Russell interview. Yep. Uh, and like most of the interviewees we have on the podcast, we ask Bernadette about the questions of the podcast and she gives the best egg answer we've had so far. Shall we give the second half of the podcast a listen? Yeah. Yeah. Your, mar- your marathon of kindness, right? That's, uh, I, I, yeah, I quite like that phrase, marathon of kindness. Um, but but you, you know what? I, I, think, I think you're right as well. I think some people look at acts of kindness and think, number one, I haven't got the time, or number two, um, uh, I, I'm, I'm uh, you know, I, I, I've 
sort of literally I'm, I'm too I'm too busy for it but I think the other thing that people go is where do you start so where if people wanted to be more kind where would you where would you start that journey right well I think the first thing that's worth thinking about and um, contrary to what I did is thinking about how you treat your, is checking with yourself first yeah yeah um just just notice the way that you think about yourself and talk to yourself yeah and just adjust that when necessary so just sort of take care of yourself a little bit yeah and then I would just for a week just a week just um and it, it will probably require you putting your phone in your pocket yeah just try and be in the time that you're in in the moment yeah yeah see if someone needs help with a buggy or a or a suitcase yeah. on the stairs or on the tube smile at people it feels quite strange when you first do it but contrary to popular opinion everybody will smile back at you and say good morning try saying good morning yeah. makes a great big difference um paying people compliments is a good little warm-up kindness yeah. and it's a nice thing to do yeah. that can be at work at the bus stop if you're comfortable enough to do that um yeah and um yeah so it's just things like warm yourself into it by noticing in a week when there's the opportunity to be kind so um, so you know you know what's interesting yeah i always talk to charlotte about this um about smiling at people and she she's charlotte's 14 so she went dad i can't just smile at people they'll they'll think i'm sort of i'm a bit strange um and but interestingly i you know you know what i think smiling is really infectious you know if you smile at somebody they they're bound to smile back and if they don't what have you lost um uh, but the other the other interesting thing is and i know i know you've i, I think you mentioned it in the show you've read uh, david r hamilton's uh, uh five things you five benefits of kindness book yeah. Yeah. um uh, and it uh, apparently in the book there's a bit of research that said uh, people who smile there's cultural differences in the world but people who smile more in the uk are seen as more intelligent as well apparently i didn't i didn't know that so so that's an interesting side benefit to smiling all the time but i just I, you know you know what when somebody smiles at you it just makes you feel better right it does i think i think i think it's worth mentioning just just to be like not everybody's extrovert yeah, and that that's the thing that I think. Yeah, like, I think about a lot. So I think it's worked because because otherwise you don't want to make people feel Un- uncomfortable. Yes, but yeah. So there's a little sort of less app, like a little thing. Um, I I all do is just um a little thing you can do, which is a sort of secret fun thing to do, is leave little post its. Love it. Uh, yeah. In bathroom mirrors, you know it. You can do things that aren't that don't mean you have to. If you're shy or you're introvert or you just don't feel confident enough to do it, yeah. that are kind of little acts of kindness that don't require you having to be so extrovert. Yeah. I think that's important because not everybody is. Yeah, so fair enough. You can leave little post-its with smiles on or good morning, have a nice day on bathroom mirrors or on your mate, on your work mate's computer screen or something. Yeah, yeah. no, I really like that. I really like that. For people and stuff. It doesn't have to be out there but it but it's worth thinking every single day for a week just try it for a week i'm yeah. gonna 
go out of my way to be kind, to yeah. take the opportunity to be kind. But it, it, as you say, I mean, it's it's just adopting kindness to your personality as well, isn't it? If you're an extrovert and you don't mind giving compliments or smiling a lot or doing things like that, it's fine. But just suit it to ha- what what you feel comfortable with. Um, so so that makes sense. So. Um, uh, I want to get. I want to get slightly more philosophical. Do you think most people are kind? Yeah. Okay. I think. I think. I think. I think everybody's. I mean, I suppose there are some. No, no, no. I think everybody's. Kind, and that some people are unable to um, express that because they uh, occupy a space of fear. Yeah. So the, the, the enemies, I mean, I say it in the show, but I've said it a few times as well, that our enemies fear it's not each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have great compassion towards myself and to everyone with, with regard to that because, uh, again, we are, we are bombarded with fear messages. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Actually, there's no, there's no judgment or, or uh, criticism of people being in a place of fear. We all experience it sometimes, and some people experience it all the time. But that's why people are scared of, you know, foreigners, or they're scared of their neighbours even, or yeah. they're scared of perhaps being friendly or open. Uh, they're just in this space of fear. And if you can, if anyone can deal with that all the time, or at least sometimes, they will be able to be kind. It's just, it's love, really. Yeah. And it makes, because it it makes your life easier... You don't even have to think of it as an altruistic impulse. It mm. literally makes life easier to be kind and to well, be in a state of love. So why wouldn't you? Yeah, well, it, I mean, it makes you happier as well. For 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 without worrying about money or anything like that, just being kind makes you know makes the world the world a, a far better place. I think I think I, I I'm not sure about this, but I think it's probably a, a natural impulse to have a fear of the unknown, right? So. If you don't know enough about something, the easiest thing to do is say that's got to be bad, as opposed to learning more about it. And certainly, I know that um, uh, certain sections of the media try to promote <laughs> that that idea. The curiosity is a human impulse. Absolutely. And without without curiosity, well, you and I wouldn't be sitting here in front of computers. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I, I, I think, I think curiosity is um, massively powerful. And, and strangely, on the podcast, we do a uh, sort of question of the podcast that's not kindness related, um, and it's just because Charlotte and I are really curious about what people think. And I'm going to share some of those questions with you at the end because I want, I want to get your, I want to get your non-kindness related input on those questions. So. <laughs> I know you mentioned on the show, um, on the show you did on on, on YouTube, that um, uh, actually kindness does have a cost because there were times when actually you felt quite drained by having to perform this. Do you think that cost was worth it? And if so, why? I do. To be completely honest, it still does. Yeah. And sometimes I feel completely overwhelmed by... I get asked to talk and to write and to do things a lot, but sometimes it could be really overwhelming. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Um, as well as being an honour, it's sort of it's really overwhelming. So I think this comes back again to sort of the, the whole self kindness, self compassion thing, which you have to learn alongside doing it. Yeah. It's like 
activists or campaigners of any kind will tell you, and I've learned from many wise people since then, will tell you, sometimes you have to take a little step back. Yep. However, whenever I'm in a... I, I, I have quite bad anxiety, which okay. I manage in various ways, but um, as lots of people do, but whenever I'm in a sort of a bit of a funk, it is always being kind that, that saves me from... Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. It's always the answer, actually. Yeah. It, it might be really... It might be really simple, like, I don't know, having a chat to a stranger at yeah. bus stop yeah. or, um, you know, d- uh, bagging up a load of stuff and taking it to the charity shop or thinking, oh, my friend would really like that and posting it to them. Gotcha. It, it always saves me. So yeah. it is always worth it, but it would be untrue, I think, to say that there isn't a cost. Yep, yep. There is a Oh, you know, you know what? I, I can't remember. I can't remember whether it was in David Hamilton's book or in a book by a guy called Meek Wicken, who uh, talks about. He wrote the little book, and and my Norwegian accent. Um, I mean, I, I, I'm I'm from East London, um, uh, so so my my Norwegian isn't isn't particularly good. I mean, to to be frank, Bernadette, I struggle with English, but let's try it. Let's try a little bit of Norwegian. Um, and, and and literally, we we talked about this in podcast. I think it was podcast four, podcast three, and somebody on Twitter said that is the worst Norwegian accent I've ever heard in my life. So, but but you know the concept of. Um, uh, Heeg, yeah. you know the concept of heeg. Okay, yeah. Before we explain it, so you're so scared of it. <laughs> Thanks. Just let me say it, and I'll, I'll get it wrong. But then, where hopefully everybody knows what we're talking about. Well, the guy, the guy who wrote the little book of heeg, also wrote a book called the little book of leek. And literally, I don't think he'll come on the podcast now. We've heard, he's heard that because that's probably the worst, uh, the the worst pronunciation ever. You might have said a different word. <laughs> I probably said something like fish, <laughs> um, but so, uh, but that certainly it talks. I've lost my train of thought now. It talks. It talks in the book about uh, mental health and the fact that being one of the things that that there's a lot of study around at the minute is how being kind to other people actually massively positively impacts your own mental health and it's sort of serve others to serve yourself sort of thing so the point you make there i think is a is an absolute fair one so uh, we've been talking about in the podcast about um doing things that are quick fire so that people can do them and fit them in with their sort of busy lives what's your favorite piece of quick fire kindness probably compliments okay Again, some people have said to me, my friend John said to me, I tried what you suggested and I nearly got hit by this girl's boyfriend. <laughs> I th- what, what was the compliment? Did he say Did he say what he asked? He didn't say Okay. That. He's tried it since and it's gone well. So now some people might dismiss that and say, well, that's nothing. But actually, and also you could make it sincere, there's a couple of things. One, when you do it, it makes you sort of can't look at somebody or take, you know, consider somebody and think what's good, what is great about them. So that's a, that's kind of a nice, positive way of thinking about somebody. Yeah. It always puts a smile on people's faces. Yeah. It doesn't have to be grand. It can be like, oh, I really like your coat. It's a good yeah. starter and it makes somebody feel nice. So yeah. compliments are a really easy sort of, and, and you can do that to workmates, people at the bus stop. Yeah. You know, Friends and loved ones. Just, I, I suppose the tip there is just make sure their boyfriend's not around. I mean, that, that's probably that's probably the safe move, right? Yeah, 
Yeah. <laughs> she was a bit drunk and she was sitting on the floor of um, the train station and I said, I'm not sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably, 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 probably uh, more. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, sort of. Next time you might you might rethink that one, but certainly compliments. I I I, I like the idea of. Okay, so before we, f I ask you a little bit more uh, about you and your work, uh, and in the spirit of curiosity, we. As part of the podcast, we always do a question of the podcast. And we've done, we've recorded quite a few questions so far. They're non-kindness related, but in the spirit of curiosity, uh, I just want to sort of do a, a quick fire. Um, uh, sorry? Is it like a pub quiz? It's not like a pub quiz. It's all it's all opinion based. There's no trivia. But, but, but. Um, uh, we 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 get loads of comments on Twitter and Facebook about a lot of these questions. So, the first one and the most contentious question we've asked so far: What's the best use of an egg? Is it omelette, boiled, or Cadbury's creamed, or something else? The best use of an egg is from a chicken. <laughs> That is true. That is true. And we, you know what? We haven't had that answer before. So, I'm um, <laughs> you know, you know what? Avoid podcast three, Bernadette, because we talk about eggs way too much in that one. I'd be interested, but um, I'm, I'm quite proud that no one said that before. That that's the first time we've had that. So I'll I'll make sure that we uh, we give you a shout out for that one on uh, on social media and just and leave it and turn it into a chicken. What's the most inspiring movie? you've ever seen oh, probably Emily I, I haven't seen Emily is that about the chocolate shop with Awesome. I'll, I'll I'll have to give that a, I'll have to give that a watch. Um, uh, if you became supreme ruler of the world, yeah. what's the first rule you'd put in place? I would turn all ammunition into marshmallows. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Why why marshmallows? Well, I have to. So I I run these workshops in schools for kids about sort of. Uh, changing the world, yeah, and uh, actually that, and I, I always say to them, what I say the same question to them, yeah, and quite a few of the kids suggested turning ammunition into marshmallows, so that is stolen from a couple of eight-year-olds I've worked. Lovely. With. Well, look, eight-year-olds are insightful sometimes, right? I know my six-year-old is. Um, uh, what's your favourite piece of trivia ever? So we had we had we had about thirty different answers to this one, and some of them were absolutely mind blowing, absolutely mind blowing. So when it comes up, I'll make sure you get a tweet. I can't remember. You know when you can't remember any of the answers you got, but also, I love trivia. But now you got you know like when someone asks you what your favourite song is and you can't think of any music. Yeah. Sorry, can uh, 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 we come back to that? I'll try. Cool, cool, I, I, I tell you my favourite though. Uh, somebody somebody commented uh, on on Facebook that um, in 1962 there were X amount of 
Elvis impersonators. By 2007, that had increased. But if that trend continued, by 2052, a third of the world would be Elvis impersonators. That is brilliant. That is a good bit of trivia, isn't it? I don't know if the I don't know if the maths worked on it, but um, we'll we'll let them we'll let them have it. I've got one. I've got one. It's quite good. It's quite weird. So, um, in in 1969, yeah. The Royal Albert Hall. They tested the acoustics because the acoustics in the Royal Albert Hall are really bad. Okay. And that's ironic, given its status as a, as a world stage. Yeah. So, in order to improve the acoustics, but test all the whole entire hall, Barbie dolls were placed in each of the six thousand seats. <laughs> really? Yeah. Headphones were placed on the Barbie dolls so that what the Barbies could hear from their seats was recorded. Yeah. Where was the best and where was the worst acoustics? Love it. And when I was told that, my question was, what happened to the Barbies? And no one knew. Okay. And yeah. d- does anybody know now? Have you had an answer to that question? No one knows what happened to the Barbies. That's a lot of Barbies. That is a, that is a lot of Barbies. That is a lot of Barbies. Um, I, I just I, the, just the mental image and I, what, now, now my mental image is a third of the world's population on the stage of the Albert Hall singing Love Me Tender um, whilst uh, an audience of Barbies watched it's uh, you know that'd be good um, what, what ancient civilization would you go back and visit Egyptian okay why um, I think, uh, from what I know about ancient Egypt, it feels like it's so, such a radically different way of thinking. Yeah. That I think it would be just mind, amazingly mind blowing. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. And then. It's a civilization where they believe in many gods, they have a different relationship with their gods and with faith. Yeah. And that would be amazing. So. They were great inventors and innovators. And they were, they were. So we, we had, we had, we had the Incas as a as a comment. We had the Greeks. We had the Romans. Uh, a friend of mine, a guy called Chris Bard, said that he'd go back to the sixties. Now there was a bit of sort of contention about whether that, uh, whether that count is an ancient civilization. But we let him have it anyway. But um, yeah, it's good. And then last but not least, the most important question that I'm going to ask today what's your favourite biscuit? My favourite bit is biscuit? Yeah, biscuit uh, Oh no I'm, <laughs> that I don't, I'm not really a biscuit Oh you're not? Oh no, is it, is it when, you're a, when you're a vegan is it tough to No I just don't have a sweet tooth actually but I really gotcha. like corn Popcorn. Popcorn. That, that, that's going to be contentious, Bernadette. Biscuits are, that would be a future question of the week. Do popcorn, does popcorn count as a biscuit? And I think if, if Jaffa cakes don't count as a biscuit, I don't know if popcorn makes the list, but um, we'll, let, we'll let you have popcorn as the answer. Okay, so, so help people understand where they can find out a bit more about you and your work. Website, which is very simply www.bernadetterussell.com. Okay. Um, and I'm on Twitter at, at Betty Russell, which is B E T T E Russell. Yep. And um, my book, 
Um, so I've got three books about kindness, two children's books. Okay. And then a book for adults. And the book for adults is called The Little Book of Kindness. Okay. What are the, uh, what are the kids' books called? The first one's called Do Nice, Be Kind, Spread Happy. Okay. And the second one's called Be the Change, Make It Happen. And they're sort of aimed at, I'd say, sort of six to ten. Okay. So lots of adults have bought them. Okay. Uh, illustrated by a lovely illustrator called David Broadbent. Excellent. Yeah. So thank you for that. Um, and thanks for coming along. It's been a really fun interview. I've really enjoyed it. So that was the end of that one. Uh, did you like Bernadette's answers to the, uh, to the questions? Yeah, the only one. I think it's going to be a tasty dish. You didn't listen to the interview, did you? No. She's a vegan. She doesn't eat egg. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you give the game away. Did you not listen to the, to the interview? Oh, no. Maybe you listen to the next one. That is the end. <laughs> it is the end of another Kindness Project podcast. But the end, my friend... Is not the end, Is never friend. the end, my friend. Because we always end it in the same way, don't we, Charlotte? And I always called you Sophie there. Was that bad? It's so hot today. It's so hot. I almost called you Sophie. I'm glad I just didn't call you Alan. Maybe that would have been worse. Why is it the end of the podcast? Well, we've got to do this week, last week, this week, this week, last week, the end of the podcast, I think. Cool. And do you know what the question is? Not a clue. Neither can I, because I can't find it. Um, uh, if you had your own... The question is, if you had your own intro music... What song would you choose? Now, I know we spoke about this last week, didn't we? But um, what I'm interested in is where would you have it played? So you've got your own intro music. What did you choose? You couldn't oh, choose, could uh, you? No, I don't think I could. Ah, but where would you have it played? Would you have just somebody wander around behind you and just play it constantly? So wherever no, you went. Mentally in my head, whenever, whenever we're in a taxing situation, just like, this is who you are, you're going to fight. You're the best around. Oh. Nothing's gonna ever get you down. So we had. Sorry for um, uh, Don't apologise for my singing. I love my singing. You'd be the only one. <laughs> You're the best around. No. No. Okay. no. I'm now playing that in my head <laughs> to counteract the feeling of the being insulted thing. by somebody I love so much in the world. Do you want to insult me again? And I'll just, I can... No, no need. Oh, okay. <laughs> You're the best. No. Around. No, no I'm, just, I'm just doing it internally now. You're the best. <laughs> around. Well, Nothing's going to ever let me get you down. Uh, but we had some comments from other uh, friends of the show and listeners. Mm -hmm. Would you like to hear what they are? Yes. <clears throat> so John Cook... Friend of the show, and actually, we might ask him. I'm seeing him on Friday, so we might ask him to be the next guest host of the Kindness Project podcast. Ooh. That'd be good. Um, he reckons his his songs are "Lose Yourself" by Eminem. I haven't heard it. You haven't heard "Lose Yourself." It's from. Do you remember Eight Mile? You may not have seen it, but it's a great um, uh, motivational track, actually. Um, or the one and only by Chesney Hawks. Have you heard that one? Oh, we need to do some serious Wait, music. Wait, how's it going? I am the one and only. 
like that. Uh, 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 Russell, a silent editor, decided to give us so a comment. Comments on so, so, silent, so silent, he's not silent anymore, said arsonist lullaby by, the, by who's here. Now, he did this, he found our house once, and he, he, we had Dane's family karaoke on a Friday night, mm. and he was, I'm not singing, I'm not singing. I'm not singing. I'm not, and there was no drink involved. We were drinking on that night. I'm not singing. I'm not singing. I'm not singing. And then after about four songs, he went, "I'll sing." And <laughs> I don't know why he changed his mind so quickly, but he did. Asked this lullaby by Hoosier. Um and that album by Hoosier with Asked this lullaby and Take to Church is a great album. Um, Roberta Wyatt says, "Isn't she lovely?" By Stevie Wonder. I love that song. It's a great song. Isn't she? Oh, we haven't got to sing every single one, have we? Uh, Stuart Winder said the theme from Shaft. Do you know what that is? Didn't think you would. Uh, Mark Cook said, da, 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 I'm simply the best. I'm glad you said best and not what? hairiest. Um, <laughs> I'm simply the hairiest. It's probably true when it comes to me and you, though. Um, uh, Mike Fitzgerald. Who's who's our um, upcoming first guest host, he hasn't been on yet, he will be uh, in the near future, said, um, Rizzle Kicks, Always Late. Now that's not a Rizzle Kicks song that I know particularly. Um, not my favourite Rizzle Kicks song. <coughs> What's your favourite Rizzle Kicks song? Uh, no, I know one of their songs, I just can't remember the name of it, and I haven't heard it in forever, but it just makes me really happy when I listen to it, like I used to listen to it all Rizzle Kicks songs on a couple of my playlists. Oh, um, what's that one where I talk about? Mama Do The Hump I like. Mama Do The Hump. And I like, um, oh, Mama Do The Hump and uh, Wrong Generation or Lost That's Generation. Like That's a really good tune. That's a really good tune. Um, Generation. Kath Kate had one. Yeah. And I'll give you a little um, uh, audio clue to see if you can get it. Damn. Absolutely, so Kathy, go for that. Christina, this is a bit more uh, audio related than watching YouTube videos, isn't it? This yeah. actually works in a podcast, yeah. or does it? Have we just lost yeah. hundreds of listeners? Um, uh, Christina Giorgio went hot stepper. Have you heard of Love Here Comes the Odd Stepper? Murder yeah. at the original. That, that, so she'd go for that. Dan Atkinson said, if I had my own firm, we'd all have our own intro music when we arrive in the morning. Should I, should I start there in the business? Like as, somebody, as somebody walks in, their theme tune, like it's connected to the audio like, system in the, in the uh, office. Like as soon as they open the door, there's a facial recognition. <laughs> <laughs> like, this music is playing now. I love that idea. I love that idea. We might pinch that down and use it in our business. <laughs> um, uh, actually, and Christina Giorgio then changed her mind. She's not going for hot step and she's going for grooves in the heart no I shouldn't sing that really should I um, and that was our um, our list of um, what people would um, have as their theme tunes this week mm. anything else you want to add no on that note we'll see you next week bye